The comments and statements made within the show are the opinions of the commentators and their guests have not been evaluated by the FDA and are in no way attempt to diagnose, treat, mitigate, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. The contents of the show are not to be construed as medical advice. If you have a health condition or health concern, please contact a licensed, qualified healthcare practitioner. Hi, everyone. I'm Nan. And I'm Tom. And this is a supplement super sleuth. That'll be me. And the herbal storyteller. That definitely would be me. And together, we're going to take a peek behind the curtain of the natural products industry. We'll be sharing naturals in the news, dispelling lots of myths, interviewing key players in the industry, and highlighting our favorite herbs and supplements. You know, so with that, let's pull back that curtain and see what's there. Hi there, friends. I wanted to take just a little bit of a minute to explain why I'm revisiting St. John's Ward. Um, I wanted to give a lot of people an opportunity to hear this particular part of the podcast again. Um, Also, it's connected with my blog, uh, which is called Herb of the Month. Usually with Herb of the Month, I split it into two parts. The first part is the history, identification, general use. And then the second part is uh, clinical use uh, and research of the herb. And uh, so in order to make this available to a lot of people, I decided to use the podcast as an opportunity to do the second part of the Herb of the Month blog. So we're going to start with St. John's Wort, even though it's already been done. I wanted to make sure that people felt really comfortable with St. John's wort, how to use it, when not to use it, um, and have a place on the website to go. So I am doing it again, folks, right? And um, giving you all an opportunity to listen really closely to St. John's wort and in the podcast and also uh, to, to go and reference it on the website for the blog. So I hope this is really helpful. Uh, we're going to be doing um, this every single month as an extension of my Herb of the Month blog. So www.watersedgewellness.com if you'd like to go uh, and read the other uh, Herb of the Month blogs that are there. Okay, take good care and enjoy this podcast. So I think it's time for... <laughs> our music. Yeah, this is the our favorite. Our thing. favorite things. Yeah. Yeah. And we get to talk about herbs and supplements that we use ourselves, that we use on people that we're working with, in order to help them uh, in the most natural way possible. And yeah, we love this segment because yes, we these, do. Are, these are things that we use. It's like yes. we like them. All right, so um, one of my favorite things is Hypericum perforatum, also known as St. John's wort. And this is, this herb is, first of all, it's beautiful. And I often see it growing where I take the dogs for a walk. It's a five-petaled yellow flower perennial. It's called a weed, but I can't even use that word. I think that that's disrespectful. (laughs) Um, it's common to Western United States, Europe, Asia. Uh, I see it growing here in New England, everywhere. 
Um, if you look at the um, flowers, uh, there's a small black dot that when you rub it between your fingers, you get a red stain. Uh, and that red pigment contains hypericin and hyperferins. So, so a lot of people have heard of hypericin. Of course, hypericum perforatum is the Latin for the plant, but there's also hyperferins uh, or chemical constituents that have been found to be very active um, when you use the plant. Held up to the light, the leaves of the plant display a number of very bright translucent dots. And that's where the word perforatum comes from because the leaves look like they've been perforated. Um, so, um, and they're very cool uh, to see when you pick up the plant and you hold the leaf up to the light, you see these whole, like, almost like, um, they look like pores to me. Mm -hmm. you know? They're really, it's really a beautiful plant. Uh, it's cultivated in Europe, North and South America, Australia, and China. And the aerial parts of the plant are harvested during the flowering season, and they're used in modern standardized extracts. Uh, the name St. John's Wort has its origin um, in Christian folk tradition. St. John's Wort has a long history of use in traditional European herbal medicine. It was and continues to be used as topical treatments for wounds and burns. Um, and it is an excellent topical. Uh, sometimes people will just put it, they'll, they'll um, uh, put the flowers in olive oil and they'll just use it on their body just to relax their muscles too. And it's amazing it's, how it changes the color too. It becomes oh my God, beautiful it turns, dark red. Oh, dark red. So you have these beautiful, delicate yellow flowers, and then you put it in the oil, and then you get this, like, it looks like this deep blood red oil. It's amazing. It's really kind of a main, amazing thing. Um, it's also been used um, as a folk remedy for your kidneys, stomach, and lung ailments. It was first noted as a remedy for melancholy and madness by Culpepper in uh, 1652. Uh, so that was a long time ago. Um, and uh, Culpepper was, um, he was a uh, doctor, but back then doctors were herbalists. Mm -hmm. uh, Dioscorides, the foremost physician of ancient Greece, as well as Pliny and Hippocrates recommended the herb. For, uh, uh, for a number of ailments, including sciatica and the bites of poisonous spiders and snakes. Okay, <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> In the fifth century BCE, the, um, the Greek physician Hippocrates was one of the first to uh, document um, uh, in writings uh, the therapeutic uses of St. John's Wort. And since then, the time um, during, the, during this more modern time, the Swiss uh, physician Periclesius in 1540 used it to treat mental disorders and mostly they called it melancholy, but we call it mild depression. Mm -hmm. mild, it rose, <laughs> my, mild to moderate depression. They call it melancholy. I call it the blues. Yeah. <laughs> it rose from virtual obscurity in the U.S. to become the fifth best-selling dietary supplement in mainstream retail stores in the U.S., after major media coverage of clinical research documenting its relatively safe and efficacy 
for treating mild to moderate depression. So since, since 1979, there have been more than 35 controlled human clinical studies of St. John's wort extracts for the treatment of mild to moderate depression. And two meta-analyses have documented the relatively safe and suggested probable efficacy of this phytomedicine. Um, St. John's wort is prescribed frequently by healthcare providers in Germany, where approximately 130 million daily doses containing hypericum were prescribed in 1999. So it's very popular in Europe, especially Germany. South uh, St. John's wort preparations have also been used in traditional European uh, herbal medicine for antimicrobial and skin healing purposes. Um, and it's also great for aging skin too. You can, you can take it as a tea, alcohol tincture, essential oils, and tablets using either the plant in its crude form or standardized preparations. So uh, some uses, some internal uses, mild to moderate depression, external uses, wound healing, first degree burns, muscle pain, and myalgia. Other potential uses, seasonal affective disorder, mental depression related to certain seasons, obsessive compulsive disorder, menopause, fatigue, pediatric nocturnal incontinence, um, pre-menstrual syndrome, uh, and it can work depending upon the person uh, and if St. John's wort is, uh, matches that person's constitutional um, issues. So St. John's wort has a, has a, you would think if it was used in, with burns that would have this cooling effect, but it's not. It's a little neutral to mildly warming, but it is a vulnerary. It is incredibly healing. So part of the way that it works internally is that it helps uh, to your gastrointestinal tract to heal. Now remember your skin and your GI tract are the same kind of tissue. It's called epithelial tissue. And there is a lot to say about how um, when your gut is off, your mood will be off. So St. John's wort has that healing ability internally as it has externally. And so with that, there's mechanism of action. So uh, if you're taking a fluid extract, uh, a one-to-one -one extract, like an alcohol extract, uh, it's two milliliters twice a day. A uh, dry extract would be um, uh, 300 milligrams of a five to seven extract three times a day. And a standardized extract would be standardized to 3% hypericin or a 4.5 hyperferrin. And you want both hypericin and hyperferrin marked on your standardized extract. And that's 900 milligrams daily in three divided doses. Generally speaking, I say that with the caveat that you should be working with a clinical herbalist or um, a naturopath who's trained in herbs or a chiropractor or nutritionist trained in herbs or herbalism. So um, don't do this alone if you are unfamiliar with herbs, but know that um, because of uh, the European Union, there are very strict uh, and organized uh, dosing uh, and recommended serving uh, um, serving sizes uh, per 150 pound adult.
of St. John's wort. Okay, so the onset response to St. John's wort is similar to that for conventional antidepressants. It has been, as an herb, it has been scrutinized and compared with um, conventional antidepressants over the past 20 years. Um, it takes two to four weeks or as long as up to six weeks to build in the system um, and to prevent relapse, um, antidepressants should be uh, continued at full therapeutic doses for at least six months after remission. Um, in 1999, uh, most of the research said that there were no con known contraindications uh, for healthy individuals or pregnancy and lactation, no known restrictions. The adverse effects are photosensitization in some people, which means that they get their skin becomes much more sensitive to sunlight. Not everybody goes through that when they take St. John's wort, but quite a few do. Um, and it can occur with excessive dosages. So over 1800 milligrams a day. So um, drug interactions, those of you who are on pharmaceutical antidepressants um, should not take St. John, John's wort um, without the express um, support of your physician or your practitioner it can interact with um, SSRI uh, uptake inhibitors um, and that incredible class of antidepressants. So please be careful there. Don't just run out and think that it'll make your antidepressant work better for you. You really should be um, having a conversation with a professional. If you are on an anti, um, antidepressants and you are also considering St. John's work, um, it can also interact with oral contraceptives, making them less effective. Anticoagulant drugs like warfarin, making them um, more, uh, um, you can get bruising and other kinds of issues with them. So be careful there. Um, and um, the uh, asthma drug theophylline, you have to be careful with that as well. And the anti-HIV drug in Dinavir. So please be careful there. Make sure before you start taking St. John's wort that you have a conversation with your practitioner prior to use. Um, uh, and um, also with cardiac medication, digoxin, do not take St. John's wort. Okay. Abruptly stopping St. John's wort after prolonged use may increase the concentration of other drugs um, in uh, uh, in the person. So please, again, be careful, avoid alcohol. You really should. If you're taking St. John's wort for mood, you should avoid alcohol. Um, it has been shown to potentially act with, uh, different kinds of drugs. Um, and it's really, really important that if you're on any kind of pharmaceutical that you speak to your practitioner prior to considering it. So I love this herb. For people who have a little bit of sad, you know, when the sun starts to go away, it's like having sunshine on the inside. <laughs> St. John, it really is. It is just this beautiful sunshine herb. That's what it is to me. When I look at it, it just makes me smile. It reminds me of the sun um, and, it, and it, it can really help you to feel like it's okay that the sun isn't here. Like today, it's so grim and overcast and, and icky here in New England. Um, some of my favorite research on, um, hypericum perforatum, uh, are 
on the mild uh, depression with somatic symptoms. There's one all the way back from 1994. It was Journal of Geriatric uh, Psychiatry and Neurology. uh, And they did a randomized placebo-controlled double-blinded study with 39 patients with depression and other kinds of somatic symptoms that were related to depression. And hypericum extract um, lasted, uh, the therapy lasted for four weeks. The dosage was 300 milligrams, three times a day at the onset of the study, as well as after two to four and four weeks. And the criteria was analyzed. And what they said was 70% of the patients treated with it were free of symptoms after four weeks, typical symptoms of the depression, lack of activity, tiredness, fatigue, disturbed sleep, um, you know, feeling blue, uh, they were especially responsive and in no cases were any undesirable effects observed. So that, that was a favorite of mine. Um, and there are others that, um, I really love that we're all testing both hypericins and hyperferins for that, um, mild to moderate antidepressant. Now, as you can see, there was a high dose scheduled three times a day. So I would say 300 milligrams, three times a day, you have to remember to take it. Um, most people can get two in, right? They can get the morning, morning and they get the evening, night, right. that but the that, that middle of the day is a tough one. And I, I know, but if you can do it and you can get your blood levels high with St. John's wort, then you can back down to two a day, you know, for, uh, for, for kind of keeping you steady through the winter. Right. That loading, that loading can occur for the first two or three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, 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 uh, pretty great. Um, there's another one that I really loved, which is St. John's wort and mild to moderate depression, the uh, relevance of hyperferent for clinical efficacy, 1998, Department of Psychiatry, University of Munich, Germany, in a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled, multi-center clinical efficacy and safety of two different extracts of St. John's wort were investigated in 147 males and female outpatients suffering from mild to moderate depression. Um, according to the DSM-4 criteria. Following a placebo run-in period of three to seven days, the patients were randomized to one of three treatment groups. During the 40-day, 42-day treatment period, they received three uh, of one tablet of either placebo or hypericum um, with hyperference or hypericum with 5% hyperference. So there, was, there were three different things. You either got a placebo you got hyperferin with 5% or hyper or hypericum with 5%. And the um, prepara- the hypericum preparations were identical um, and they only differed in their hyperferin content. Efficacy regarding depressive symptoms was assessed on the seventh day, the 14th day, the 28th day, and the 42nd um, day. Um, the severity of the illness was also rated by the investigators within that period of time. The last observation of patients withdrawn from the trial prematurely was carried forward at the end of the treatment day, the 42nd day, the patients receiving 5% hyperferin exhibited the largest reduction versus the smaller amount of hyperferin and the, and the no, and the no St. John's word at all. Okay. So 
having knowing that you have a broad spectrum St. John's wort, not just standardized standardized to hypericins, but including hyperferins and other aspects of the plant, that was the best way to take it. So and and that's what's really important here. And that's why I love that study because again, it demonstrates the importance of whole herb. Mm-hmm, you know, the whole, whole plant. herb. The whole plant is what's important. Don't get so locked into it has to be 95% hypericins because there are other active constituents in the plant of St. John's Wort. So and, and nature has a balance. Nature, nature yes, provides a balance. And Sure, science wants to get instantaneous results, but it does. Sometimes instantaneous results don't last, and they don't go as deep as they need to, and they don't do what they're supposed to do. So, yeah. don't be led astray. Okay, well, that's my my little two cents on St. John's Wort. Okay, so you're probably wondering who I am. Um, I've had a complementary and alternative health and herbal clinic for more than thirty years focused on difficult to treat conditions and also have been a spokesperson and educator in the natural products industry for over 20 years. Um, for some of you who are familiar with these companies, the more reputable and well-known companies, um, in the industry, uh, were those that I had the, uh, great privilege of working with and for, um, my practice is full time now. And uh, over those many years, decades actually, um, I've been part-time, full-time, part-time, full-time, but now settling into full-time, absolutely. You can connect with me in person by going to my website at www.watersedgewellness.com. And um, there's a couple of those over around the country. So I'm in Massachusetts. So make sure you're clicking on the right website, uh, you'll be reaching out, um, or you can reach out, uh, to me through social media sites, such as TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. <laughs> um, I'll be doing this podcast now four times a month, sharing perspectives of natural health and healing. Uh, I might do interviews with key people and thought leaders, also other, uh, healers, um, naturopaths, natural vets, uh, and uh, it's a pretty wide range of people uh, in the industry um, to get their perspectives and to share their wisdom. And if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe uh, to and like the Facebook page or Instagram or YouTube or TikTok or something or visit me on the website. Share uh, if share the podcast if it, it so inspires you and share with your friends and family who you think might really find some interest. And I really would like to hear what you would like to hear about. If there's something in, you know, that you've been wondering about or maybe a little confused about or hearing a lot of different information and you'd like to get my take on it, please reach out. Let me know. Um, I'm really happy. Uh, to share what I may or may not know or find somebody in the industry who's a knowledgeable expert. Um, You can add your comments in any of the social media sites and I will absolutely um, respond. And with that, I'll say take good care of yourself and see you really soon. Until next time, I'm Nan. And I'm Tom. We'll have more great topics and guests in the very near future. So 
Join us right here as the Supplement Super Sleuth. And the Herbal Storyteller. Take another deep dive into the fascinating world of the natural products industry. See you later.